When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Good morning, Izzy and Kempe, Uncle Kempe. In fact, for Bricky on SCNZ, Tuesday 22nd of November. No, December's nearly here. We're only a couple of weeks away from Christmas. I can't believe it. Over only a month, four weeks. Woo! It's flying, flying. What a year it has been. Sport in New Zealand has been at the top of the world. How good has it been able to share it and talk about it every single day? Good morning to the team. They're in Auckland, Joe, Neep, Saroha, you got Kempe, and you got Louie. Herman, what revitalised Louie. He's going to have a big day today. Morning, team. Morning, morning, about. Good to see you back. Uh, and Louie, of course, uh, along with me, Joe and Neeps, uh, missing your boys, having a, having a good break, and... Um, Mate, World Cup, another World Cup. How many World Cups we've got to go? <laughs> it, just, it just seems <laughs> like we have two weeks of World Cups, three weeks of World Cups, and then all of a sudden we've got another one coming. Um, up early this morning, me watching England playing Iran. Give them a tonking, mate. I thought they didn't get out of second yeah. gear, to be honest. Um, they tried hard Iran, though, but um, Kane and, and Sucker up front were just too good. Too slick. Put six past them. Ooh, 6-2. Absolute hiding. And, yep, we're going to talk about that through the day. We've got Harry Simeo, our football expert, coming on later to talk about that situation. And, well, Lee Piper, he's got Iran. We've got a little sweepstake in our competition for the radio station. And uh, Lee, well, he was spitting tax. And, well, who you got, Kempe? Wales? Brazil. No, you don't. (laughs) Joe's got Brazil. Oh, <laughs> Everyone knows no, Joe's got Brazil. Because Jake walked him into that. He said, oh, well done, um, Joe, for winning 300 or whatever the, the competition's worth. And he goes, cheers, mate. He already thinks he's won it. Oh, Joey, so Bell. that's going to backfire. I don't know if you know Belgium, but hey. Ooh, Belgium. They're they, always there. Actually, nah. they, they, they were one of the picks to miss the semis, mate. I know they're one of the favourites, but they're one of the picks to miss it. <laughs> morning, morning, Izzy. Morning, lads. It's great to be back. Morning. I'm actually um, I'm a bit sweaty here because I'm on Netherlands, and we, we haven't scored against Senegal. We're, Senegal we're, go all right, though. Going, Senegal go all right. Netherlands, yeah. my old favourite team, old Root Gillet. Yeah. Back in those days when they were running around, they've had some, Van had some very, yeah. very good players. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Van Persie. Uh, we were just talking about the old Wesley Schneider team. The um, Yeah, the Robin, yeah. they had a great team. Well, they need to get past Senegal here. That's 
obviously on live right now in the SENZ app if you want to flick over and catch the commentary of that or you can stay with us here. Good to be back, boys. It feels feels like home back in the Auckland studio here. And Thanks for holding down the fort last week. It's good to get away and head to the... How actually, was it? It was awesome. What did you get up to, mate? Talk oh. us through it. Talk us through it. You're a, bit, you're a bit quiet and I understand that too, mate. You're just relaxing, enjoying... F- I'm with the yeah. Shannon. I'm not good at going off the grid, really, and it did. It does piss Shannon off. But so I did. I turned the WhatsApp off and <laughs> turned the uh, emails off. And I actually, I needed it to be honest. After Cup Week, man, it was a hectic week down there, and it ended in such bizarre fashion. Give <laughs> on Saturday yeah. with the, the abandonment. So I just needed. I was my head was spinning, so I just went off the grid. But I went to a place which I reckon you guys would both. You've probably both been there and both love, and there's for different reasons. But I was on the west coast of the South Island, which I love, um, and just the history. Just like I know you were right into this, Kimpy, and I was actually thinking of you as I learned a, a wee bit about how they named Greymouth Greymouth and um, how, how the mountains was split by the Maori god that sat on it and wiggled his thighs around to find it to let the because it's the south island's the walker right and he needed to let the water bursting from the south island out so he put a hole in the alps there and that's how it was called Greymouth. and going around looking at the beautiful polnamu and just the mining villages we did, did a bit of the um new great walk of new zealand and went up the old uh, mining trail and just kind of got in touch with old old new zealand really and this is not something we expected to do we were just kind of on the West Coast just chilling out, and we ended up just doing like a four-day history lesson. And it's funny because you go to the West Coast of the South Island, and the whole thing's like a museum. It's just old. It's slow. Nothing's changed, and apart yeah. from there's less, <laughs> less people there now. So perfect place if you just want to unwind and learn a little bit more what about What was the weather like? Amazing. Not a lick of oh, rain. Wow. Four days. The rest of the Oof. country was underwater. We had four days bluebirds. I got a tan on the coast. <laughs> Get that one through you. <laughs> that is crazy, mate. That's the one thing about the West Coast I feel for them because we're hot as over there. You look over there, it's raining. Yeah. And the rivers are flooding. They get their fair share amount of, of wet weather. But, yeah. mate, this sounds like an awesome one. No, awesome cool. wet trip. It was awesome. It was good to get away. So good to be back, though, boys. It's um, We're just on the run home to the end of the year now, eh? We've got... Mm. We've just we got the Football World Cup and we've just got to start wrapping things up. All Black season's done, Women's Rugby World Cup done, all of the league is done, eh, Kempe? It's like... It is. We've got the Football World Cup. I don't know if there's anything else coming up after that, but um, it's just been a... Cricket season. Oh, cricket season's, yeah, that's all. That's interesting too. Kane Williamson missing that spot. We've been talked about for the last couple of weeks. Well, your boys have been... Uh, been um, Coming and going, so that's a real interest one, eh? Is finally in the T20, they're you know, they're making those changes. So I um, I did a, a gig with Fujitsu on Sunday, um, one of our our major mm. sponsors here on SENZ, and talked with Mitch McLennigan and and around the 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 Black Caps, and and he makes a really good point, you know, about picking players that actually um, go out there and win games as opposed to picking players that go out there and listen to coaches and and it sort of holds them back a bit. So he, he thinks that what's happening at the moment, um, and just say this is my take on, on his opinion, he's he got a very good opinion, Mitch, um, is that he thinks that they're, pick, they're pigeonholing players. So they're picking players that will actually just fit into a certain um, box, I guess, is an easy, easy way to say it, whereas it's a lot 
harder to get players that to, to fit into that box that want to go out there and just sort of do their own thing. Um, and yeah, if, when you think about it like that, you go, well, what happens to those dynamic players that go out there and, and swing for the rafters, you know? Those bowlers that go out there and, and, and throw down those those. They told me yesterday, Izzy, that you hit a, you hit 140 Ks at one stage. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, Kimpy. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's, that was yeah. it? How do you not know this, Kimpy? <laughs> no. But, Everyone well, knows this, Kimpy. Yeah, it's this the most is like the, yeah. spoken stat in New Zealand history. He's the, he's the no. original Geordie Barrett. He's the original cross-coder. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, <laughs> mate, because they you know, just, we're going off, off topic here, but we're talking to the drive home who have been absolutely smashed in Movember. Let's get that right. Oh, They've yeah. been absolutely They're smashed. Useless. They've come up with a soccer a soccer movement for us this week is keeping the soccer ball up off the ground. They're going to get smashed in that as well. Um, <laughs> but they mentioned about getting us in the nets or having this, a super over. And I'm thinking, sitting here going, I've seen your team at drive the drive team and I've seen our team. Like, they must have really had a, had a think about it. <laughs> and they went... They're just having a laugh. No, no, let's, go, let's go, let's just go play soccer. They're <laughs> yeah. having a laugh because they know that that's, that's Beaver's... Like his best, you know, when you got one pickup line, that's Beaver's best pickup line. He always goes, You used to play cricket, eh? Like, he just winds me up. He keeps doing it. So he would have just been tongue in cheek, the old Beef. He's got no chance, mate. We know how awkward he is. Look at his kicking style. Anyway, uh, let's uh, give you a wee update on uh, what we've got today, lads. I actually caught up with Chris, L- Chris Lindrum uh, last night. He was in the, in the, at the airport. So I had a good chat with him. I said, I'll speak to you in the morning, mate. So. We've got Lendo coming up uh, after 7 o'clock. We're going to talk about Super Rugby All-Picky. Uh, was named, the squads were named over the last few days. We'll talk to Chris Lindrum in the, uh, of the NZRU about what the future looks like for women's rugby. Uh, looking forward to that chat. And their FIFA World Cup in Qatar has taken centre stage, which has had its fair share of controversy already. But let's focus on the park. Henry Simeo, Harry Simeo, sorry, will join us to chat football. And there has there ever been a better time in New Zealand golf. Steve Alka, PGA Champions Tour. I feel for Foxy. Foxy, second in the DP World Tour. Behind world number one, Rory McIlroy. And Lydia Coe winning the latest CME Championship, How taking good. over the biggest paycheck. In golf, two million US, three point two NZ bucks. Grant Boone is a golf commentator, and he'll join our show to talk about that performance and just how good New Zealand golf is at the moment. We had a couple playing over in the Australian PGA as well that were uh, there or thereabouts. Nick Voke, Denzel, Aramia, plenty of New Zealand golfers are taking out some of the biggest golfing tournaments. And competitions in the world, and it's such a good time to be a New Zealand golf fan. They must be so proud. We should get an update from Dean Murphy as well one day. See how they, uh, how this progression or this turnaround with New Zealand golf with three golfers flying the flag is there a turnaround in sponsorship and people want to be a part of New Zealand golf? Be interesting to see. But that is our show. Double eight, double three on the Tempe Beer Post text machine or 0800 150 the team is back to give it a rip, ready to rip into a big show. And oh, I want to ask you guys about golf for my can't wait question of the day just in a couple of minutes. But I, I guess the biggest um, update from overnight, guys, it, it's around the Football World Cup and well, per, look at my personal views, this is quite appalling to be honest, but 
had a little bit shocking, to be honest. Um, England, Wales, and there was about six other European nations were going to wear this One Love armband. And I'm sure yep. we've all heard a lot about the debates and human rights question marks that have been brought in around this FIFA World Cup in Qatar. But FIFA have put their foot down and said they are not going to let these, well, these teams could still wear these armbands, but these seven football associations have said they're not going to put their players in the position where they're going to wear them because the sanctions from FIFA are going to involve yellow cards for the captains and maybe Mm. potentially even banning from being on the field, which is essentially just setting teams up to fail from the World Cup. So they have pulled out... The teams that were going to be involved, this is England, Wales, Belgium, Denmark, Germany, Netherlands and Switzerland. They'd written to FIFA in September informing them about the One Love armband. They'd not heard a response. And they've said that FIFA has been very clear that it will impose sporting sanctions, so on-field sanctions, if our captains wear the armbands on the field of play. We were prepared to pay fines that would normally apply to breaches of kit regulations and had a strong commitment to wearing the armband. However, we cannot put our players in the situation where they might be booked or even forced to leave the field of play. Um, Instead, FIFA has brought forward its own no-discrimination campaign, so there are no-discrimination armbands, which (laughs) they can wear, which we're going to start from the quarterfinals. But we all know and we've heard a lot about, I mean, it's uh, homosexuality is illegal, in Qatar and the people aren't being let into the stadium with uh, rainbow flags on their chest or any sort of rainbow t-shirts it's pretty it's pretty terrifying to be honest and as as actually Nepia came I can't claim this one Nepia said before the show this no discrimination armband in lieu of the one love armband is very much all lives matter versus black lives matter you just can't mm. accept you can't include everybody specifically you're just trying to find a way out just cuz you can't get past it and it's a good comparison, and it's quite it's quite shocking to wake up to this morning. So these teams, uh, England's already played, Wales is going to play, Netherlands is playing right now. Their captains are not wearing those armbands that they had intended to, and um, yeah, I guess FIFA no backbone. I know it's it's this whole competition, this tournament, lead up to it, whatever's went on. Oh, it's just been quite appalling. It's probably affected the FIFA brand, and then they come out of there and taking a big stance against the product that actually, without the players, there'll be no FIFA. And, and yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens throughout this tournament. There's going to be plenty. I saw a photo last night um, of one of the games, and there was not one female in the stadium. Not one female in the stadium watching the FIFA World Cup. And uh, everywhere you look, it's been marred with controversy. So I think this is only the start of plenty to come throughout this tournament. It'll be it'll be interesting to see which player it is that's going to lift the top and have a have something written on a shirt. You know, like I yeah. think as the tournament goes on, and there's teams that get put in a position where they they're going to get knocked out anyway. I think they're going to. What do you reckon? Uh, mate, I reckon we talked a little bit about it yesterday. I reckon there is always that player, um, but there's always that message too. Like it's still not just what's going on in uh, Qatar. Like what's going on in the Ukraine. You know, um, Black Lives Matter. What's going on in the US? There, there's there's messages all around the world, and of course, in sport, especially the biggest sporting tournament in the world is, um, is a platform in, in there. And 
I, I can't see them having a clean Qatar World Cup as, a, as the, the people in Qatar want it. I think that there's some players out here that are just waiting for the opportunity to, to profile. Well, the other one, Kimpy, is you make a really good point. I mean, the LGBTQ kind of issue is a, it's real front of mind. It's an easy one to point to because of their, their laws there. And, um, yeah, again, we all have our personal views on it, which is I think we all probably are in agreement. But the other one that is interesting is... Iran's players declined to sing the national anthem before the match. And we know it's happening in Iran at the moment. 400 anti-government protesters have been killed in recent times, and there's about 17,000 of them that have been arrested and cracked down by security forces in recent months. And there's a huge concern about what's going to happen to those people. So the Irani players not singing the national anthem before the game is a huge statement in support of those anti-government protesters. Mm. Um, and, like, there's a text here, can we boycott this Despicable Soccer World Cup? I don't want to hear about it. Well, you can. It's like personal. I mean, we've got the commentary here on SENZ, and, you know, that's fine. But lots of people will be boycotting it, and you're more entitled. You, Everyone's got their own freedom of how you want to um, consume this. But shocking the today that FIFA, the governing body, are the ones that are really making it hard for these teams trying to express their freedom of speech and freedom of, um, well, I guess humanity, to be honest. So, look, a little bit of news coming out overnight, and you guys are both right. We'll watch this as it plays out over the next wee while because it's not going to go away, and it is the biggest sporting event in the world, isn't it, other than the Olympics. And <laughs> every single time we have one, and it is, um, there's always something. Anyway, 20 minutes past six. Can't wait question of the day, boys, was a bit cheerier. It was about golf. And as you made the point earlier, I just want to ask you a nice simple one. Has there been a sport in New Zealand that's had a better year than golf has? Can you think Ooh. of a sport that's had a better year at the better year at the top flight than golf in New Zealand? 0800 150 or double eight double three. The Kennards are phone line for you. Have a think about that, lads, because lots of we've had lots of incredible achievements, especially with the Olympics earlier in the year. But is there a sport that overall has had that kind of top level success than we've had for golf with our Kiwis? Here with Kim's Warehouse, great savings every day. Get your answers after this. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.